All right, happy Tuesday, everyone, and welcome to a very special edition of the Falcon Cast. Where, if you want to tune in, you might see me die today. So we're gonna have some fun because that's what we always do. Uh, we've got a great show planned for you. Greg Greg Frank's gonna join me in just a second, and uh, Tracy Cowley will join us later in the hour with the SEC report and lots of fun stuff along the way. We got baseball to talk about. We got NFL. We got college football, um, and we're gonna just rock and roll it today and uh uh we, we pushed it back a day because i didn't want to conflict with the astros because i knew all of you would be fretting over that and i know a couple people were like oh, i'd rather rather listen to you guys and the astros like, and after the first inning i'm kind of like yeah maybe we should have done the podcast today but uh decided to push it back we will do thursday at the normal time with uh, aj and uh welcome chuck d and welcome to everybody uh we're streaming live everywhere uh the if if once again, we're, we're really trying to, to build a Falcon cast up. If you know anybody that wants to advertise or sell ads, have them email me, thefalconcast at yahoo.com. And, uh, you know, or if you just want to you know, support the show, the Venmo's on there. Uh, so, yeah, as those of you who have watched the show for a bit know I've been having some bad neck problems. And uh, just for some reason, the last two days, they've gotten worse. So I'm going to the doctor tomorrow. And... Hopefully, you know, there'll be some magic drug they can give me and I'll come back Thursday and be all chipper. And it was funny filling out the uh, forms. One of the questions was, uh, it's asking for symptoms. And it's like, uh, irritability or grumpiness. And I'm like, yeah, that's one. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, but uh, you know what? We're going to say screw that today and have some fun and welcome in our man, Greg Frank, who is... Uh, uh, one of our favorite guys and a constant contributor to the show, uh, formerly of Sports Map Radio. And I know we have some industry folks out there. Uh, this guy would be a great hire for somebody. So uh, if you're listening and you like what you hear, give the man a call because uh, he's going to he's gonna be great for somebody. What's going on, brother? Always good to be with you, Fred. Thanks for having me. How you doing? Besides the neck. Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> I, honestly, and this is embarrassing, uh, when I was walking over here, uh, I had to stop like three times, and, and I live a block and away from PJ's, which is where we're broadcasting today, by the way, one of our favorite places. And, um, yeah, so I may have to Uber home a block and a half. How, how messed up is that? But otherwise, no, man, it was a, a great weekend of sport. Um, you know, Astros down 2-0, and I obviously full panic mode, but this is a good road team. Uh, I think they're going to at least take two out of three in, in uh, South Dallas and make it a series again. But until they figure out how to win at home, it doesn't matter. Are you one of the Houstonians that calls? You said South Dallas. I'm, I've lived down here for two years. So, now. South South Oklahoma. Excuse that, me. Yeah. I was going to say yeah. that's what I usually hear people say. Yeah, no, I actually, I actually I actually like Dallas, and I don't mind the Rangers either. So uh, people hate me for that, but you know what? I'd rather be hated than ignored. So, what well, what did uh, it take? About ten years after they moved into the ALS for this to really feel like a rivalry. Well, and, and this is the first time they've been good at the same time, yeah. which is why it was never a rivalry, right? It was either the, you know, Rangers were making the World Series and losing with one out to go, or the, and the Astros were losing 100 games, or the Astros were on the run they're on now. So I love it. I like to see it. Um, it's fun for me to watch how childish people are on X. <laughs> uh, I get a kick out of that because, you know, I don't like Astros. I don't, I don't know if I can call it Astro's X. That just, that, that just sounds like something I'd get on Pornhub. 
Yeah, <laughs> yeah really. Yeah, it doesn't roll off the tongue the same way. No, no. But, uh, but yeah, I, I enjoy this kind of stuff. Uh, I, I, I do think that uh, Fromber, uh, we saw Evil Fromber again yesterday, and we've seen Evil Fromber a lot at home. And uh, I, I just, I wonder if they shouldn't have gone with Javier there and put Fromber on the road for game three. But, you know, it's always easy to second guess. Well, I guess the other thing, too, you mentioned game three. I mean, when's the last time Max Scherzer pitched? So, you know, what are you getting if you're Texas? So, I mean, what should they even expect, right? Like, can he give them five, six innings? That might be asking a, a little bit much, right? I, I think he's going to go full Clayton Kershaw on this one. I think he's going to come out and just get hammered in the first Just get thing. hammered. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, but we'll see how it goes. And then uh, the other baseball, before we get, we get on to the, the other sports, your Phillies. Uh, with a game one win, and I was texting you. I, I think this is a Phillies year. I really do. I, I don't think the Diamondbacks are going to be much of an issue. And I think they're better than both the Rangers and the Astros, and they've got that seasoning from last year. And I just love how guys are stepping up. Yeah, you know, having watched both series, and not to get too far ahead of myself because the Phillies still have three more wins against Arizona to get to the Fall Classic again, but I think you're right about – the Astros, I know that they have the pedigree and everybody makes fun of the opposing fan bases for doing the we want Houston chance and things like that. But I look at Texas right now and they just feel like a more formidable opponent. And the Astros, whether it's the pitching not holding up, you'd mentioned Fromber or now the bats are cold that aren't Jordan. Like it just feels like there's more holes with this Astros team than there have been in years past. Yeah. But you know, the thing about the Rangers though, and, uh, to quote the wolf from Pulp Fiction, let's not start bleeping each other's bleeps just yet because <laughs> they've been streaky all year. Right now they're on yep. a hot streak. And they can go cold in a hurry. And, uh, you know, that it may happen in this series. It may happen in the next. But when it does, uh, they're a team that they look like the Astros looked in game one. They're just hopeless. Yeah. So, uh, so that, one, that should be very interesting. I want to welcome in a bunch of our Twitchers, Flips here, uh, Chris, Chris Mann is here. Jared Taylor's here. Chris Reyes. Heartthrob, speaking of Oklahoma, in the house. B. Hannon, uh, Hugh Dab, and uh, Joel. Queen B. Spice, love her. Hugh Dab, P. Jones. Man, we got a lot of folks here. Vill Villanueva and uh, 7012. Thank you guys all for coming in, Hugh Dab. Um, yeah, so if you miss, you miss the top, I'm, I'm in a lot of freaking pain right now from this neck. So I did swallow half a bottle of Aleve. So it should be kicking in any minute. <laughs> and uh, that, that, you know, no, just a little little alcohol. Uh, you know, so I will not, uh, you know, hopefully I don't die. But uh, until Dallas says we will not go cold. I, I don't, I, I I hope you don't, just because, like I said, I have no hatred for the Rangers. I grew up going to Rangers games too, not just Astros games. And uh, the, uh, the, the reality is, you know, I, I, I think it's really cool that this is our version of Yankees Red Sox, really. It's two Texas teams that are right there. I mean, it's not that level in terms of media interest and things like that, but in the state of Texas, it is. And uh, I, I kind of think it's cool. So, uh, not, I mean, I, it, and, you know, I, I wouldn't, I, I'm kind of, I'll kind of have mixed feelings in the World Series if it winds up being Rangers Phillies, just because, you know, I've been rooting for Greg's boys now since we've been working together. <laughs> Look at that. Yeah. But, uh, but anyway, so it should be interesting. All right, let's get to some football, and, and let's go and hey, start with that. Hey, real quick, I have a question yeah. for you because okay. you're a gambling guy, so I want you to hang a number on this. 
Give me the over-under on total fans at the Philadelphia Sports Complex tonight. Game two of the NLCS, Flyers home opener against Vancouver, and Germany versus Mexico at Lincoln Financial Field in a soccer friendly. Wow. So do you have a lot of Germans there? I I, I think it'll be more Mexican crowd than Germany crowd. If I yeah, I mean, me- Mexico travels everywhere, right? Right. All, all I know is I don't think I'd want to be there. <laughs> no. Oh, well, they're doing free public transit. I think it easily goes over 100,000 in terms of the three stadiums. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, all right. So let's get to some football. And uh, OK, so this this wasn't good for you uh, because your Eagles somehow lose to the Jets and, and they lost the only way they could lose is like make a bunch of stupid mistakes yeah. and then have a and Jalen Hurts not play well. And I, I have to admit, we're in a pretty big suicide pool, me and BC and, and another friend of ours. And uh, we were rooting for Jets. We were rooting for Giants because uh, everybody, man, that we almost got the upset of the Bills, which would have been really good. And, you know, we picked the Rams this week, so it was an easy win. But, uh, you know, I, I still think the Eagles are – and same thing with the 49ers losing that game. I mean, that bad weather, bad luck, yeah. a few bad plays. I, I, I still I, – I wouldn't take too much out of those losses. Well, I guess the question is, I think coming into the year, a lot of people looked at the Eagles in San Francisco and, and kind of felt like, well, maybe we're headed for an NFC Championship rematch. I'm starting to think the Lions are right there. Yeah, I, I, I like this Lions team. Yeah. And, you know, as far as the suicide pool goes, we're saving them for Thanksgiving week. So, because, uh, uh, you know, you get to use a team one time. And I haven't, we haven't yeah. used your, we haven't used your Eagles or the Bills. So if they were going to choke, now was the time to, to get it oh, done. Oh, I thought you said you were going to use the Eagles against Washington. Uh, we, we changed our mind and uh, avoided not a sweat. <laughs> Yeah. 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 I, I can't remember who we used that day, We but it worked out. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, I, I look at these teams and, I agree. I think the Lions are going to be in that mix. Um, they need to get healthy. They, they're down to what their fifth running back, two hundredth yeah. running back. I don't know, but um, uh, you know, Jared Goff is a damn solid quarterback. And it's funny think- how you look back on that trade, right? And it, it's like, oh well, Goff just a throw in. The Rams got to get off that contract they paid him, and the Lions are just looking to pick up draft assets, so they'll take on Goff's contract. And next thing you know, here he is the quarterback of a team that looks like they're going to win the NFC North. Yeah. And, uh, and I, I think of, is it starting to take shape when I, when I look at the NFC, I think the lions are probably the biggest threat to that little triumvirate. I just think the Cowboys are too inconsistent. Uh, you know, they have games where they come out and look terrific. But then again, it was against a chargers team that has a high choke factor. <laughs> and, you know, I mean, they, they just, they have talent, but I just think that's a poorly coached team. And it shows almost every time they play. They can't win close games. When it comes down to the wire, they're always falling apart. Um, so I'm not going to take anything away from Dallas last night. But, uh, you know, I, I, I'm just – I'm not impressed with the Chargers. Yeah. I mean, they, they sure find ways to make it interesting. You know, I, I think I said if you don't have any fandom in an NFL Sunday, you'll have a lot of fun just watching the fourth quarter of a Chargers game. Yeah, or something's going to happen. That's going to be like, what on earth just happened? <laughs> or like a couple of weeks ago when it was Chargers Raiders and both coaches were making bonehead plays. Yeah, <laughs> it's like who could mess up the most? Right. Uh, but uh, but over in the AFC, uh, 
uh, you know, I think the Chiefs are, are, are still, you know, they're still the class, but I, I think they're vulnerable this year. Um, I do like the Dolphins a lot as a team that could win the whole thing, uh, or at least get to play the 49ers or Eagles, uh, at least win the AFC. Uh, I, I think the Bills are still not dead. And, uh, you know, I, I also think the Ravens are still sneaky, and they're they're starting to figure out this new offense a little bit. And I think over the second half, they're going to be really good. Jacksonville, yay or nay? I'm a nay on that. Uh, I think they're okay. Uh, I think they're good. But I could not see them going in and beating a Miami or a Buffalo. I guess they'd get a home game because they'd be the the winner. winner. Yeah, you would think. Unless those Texans jump up and bite them. How about that? Three and three. Would you would you have taken three and three before the season? Oh yeah, what's well, the season win number six, six and a half, right? Yeah. So three and three. They got a bye week, right? And then they play Carolina out of the bye. So Yeah, I, and listen, I, I think this is and I've said this for a couple of weeks now. This is a really well coached team. Mm-hmm. They don't have a ton of talent. They've got some playmakers now, but you look at that defense and, you know, they've got a, a couple of guys who are, are really good and then they've got a bunch of homeless guys. And those guys are always in position. And, yeah. you know, and that's the thing. When you coach guys up to where they're in the right position, you know, they can they can beat a better team. They won't necessarily do it on a consistent basis because that's hard to do. Talent's always going to win. And at some point you're going to run into better coaching. Uh, and offensively, um, you know, I think C.J. Stroud is a really polished rookie, much more than I thought. You know I never really liked him. Yeah. And, and he's come around. And, I, I mean, I watched him get better and better, and he finally threw his first interception, and they got the ball which right the, back. Which the yeah. Texas right recovered a fumble right off. And, and, and he was due. Look, he throws one of those passes every game. But he doesn't throw three or four of them, and that's where you start getting a lot of picks. And I think that's the big thing for a rookie, right, is being able to kind of compartmentalize – not let things snowball and move on to the next play and allow yourself to just kind of turn the page and forget about and flush the mistakes out. And he really seems to be carrying himself pretty well, you know, just six games in. Yeah, I think the, the one similarity to, to playing quarterback and playing poker is you don't let a hand beat you twice, right? Right. And I think he's gotten really good at that. He makes a mistake, he comes right back. And that's, that's a key to any quarterback. And I can't wait to see what he becomes, especially – if they get him some more weapons, um, because I, I think Nico Collins has turned into, he, he's a WR one. Uh, he's, he's not like superstar level, but that guy can be a one receiver for you. And my hope is that by the end of the season, John Mechie turns into something because I think Robert Woods is really hit and miss. Uh, right. and of course I love tank Dell, but tanks a tiny and we know how that goes. Uh, he could easily yeah, get concussion. Yeah. but I, I, don't, I don't like the running backs. I, I was never that high on Damian Pierce. And I really thought they needed to draft somebody else this year. Uh, I'm a firm believer, as you know, draft a running back in the second or third round every year and just, you know, keep running them up there. Yeah, well, yeah. and they've also, they've also, to Stroud's credit, they their O-line was kind of a revolving door for them there, and he hung in there. Yeah, and now he's starting to get those guys back. Right. So, uh, which, which is pretty cool. Um, so, uh so right. can can you say are you saying playoffs? Can you say the p word? No, I'm I'm not ready to do that yet. Okay. Uh, but if they continue on the trajectory they're on now, here here's the the the, the one thing that happens to every team: you start getting injuries, yeah. and and you know if they can keep and they have they've had injuries, but what if Stroud goes down and it's Davis Mills? 
you know. Uh, yeah. And so I, I honestly think that uh, I'm encouraged by him for the first time in a while. I just I really hope they do something about running back in the offseason because, I mean, that Damian Pierce is cute. <laughs> he's cute. He's a girl in the bar you look at. He's, say, a, he's a one-night stand? <laughs> yeah, I, yeah nah, I, I'm not even sure. Okay. Uh, but, yeah, you, you know, you look down the bar and you say, hey, she's cute. But you might not necessarily go talk to her. You might see the hotter one in front of her and say, oh, I should have drafted that one. So yeah. there's that when you could have had, you know, there's some guys they could have had back. But I, I'm not going to go back to that. They thought they had a player with the way he played last year against with a bad offensive line. So we'll see how that goes. All right. Uh, I need to talk about the Phoenix on Westheimer, where I was supposed to go to lunch today, but my neck was killing me. But I'm going to try to get there uh, Friday. But uh, Phoenix on Westheimer, best soccer bar in the city. That simple. Get over there and uh, you've got all your Premier League games, all the big games. They'll have that game tonight. Uh, if you want to go watch Germany, Mexico, they'll, they'll have that. Uh, all of it, 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 they're just great for soccer because whatever team you support, they're going to have them on. Like they have, they have TV channels that I've never heard of for like Celtic and all those games. So uh, go check them out for that. Uh, they have also got uh, the Champions League early rounds or, or on and off, and they've got all those games. They're a Penn State bar for football, which my daughter loves. And great staff, fantastic food. Make sure you find out what the food special is every day because every day it's something awesome. And that is the Phoenix on Westheimer. All right. Uh, what other games uh, What other games struck your fancy this week in the NFL? In the NFL? Hmm. Uh, well, we touched on it a little bit that – San Francisco-Cleveland game was kind of your typical, like, this is why it's the NFL game, right? Like, where I feel like every contender probably has a game like that where you can't really explain it, and it kind of just happens, right? No, Bill's Giants, for that matter. Yeah. And the Bill's Guys, how about Tyrod the- Taylor at the end of the first half? Oh, God. Oh, man. Uh, but, yeah, I, I, I feel bad for rooting against the team just because I wanted to help our survivor pool. But not that bad. So, uh, but yeah, the, the there's a couple other games that I, I was I really enjoyed. I thought the uh, uh, that that the Bengal Seahawks game was ugly, but you know they grinded it out. And I and they're a team that always starts slow. And maybe I, I still don't know if Joe Burrow's right or Jose, right. but yeah, that's you right. Know, uh, the uh, yeah Dolphins. Uh, I I mean the oh. Panthers. Panthers played about as well as they could and lost by 21. So. Uh, is this it for Belichick? I mean, the hoodie loses to McDaniel's again. I, uh, I no, you know what? Here's my here's my conspiracy theory. He's just going to go ahead and let him suck this year. Yeah, and then uh, Caleb Williams or one of those guys at the top of the draft, and he starts all over. Although Caleb Williams didn't do himself any favors this week, we'll we'll, we'll talk about that in a little bit. Yeah, yeah, that, that was. That was a bad loss, man. I mean, uh, I mean, they don't have a, they don't have a good loss. Do you think Belichick next season is still in New England? Yeah, I think he's tanking to get one of these guys. Although I bet Drake May is a guy he wants. Okay, okay. So there you go. There, there, yeah, uh, we can revisit this in a year if I'm not dead. Hell, I may be. I may be dead. Well, right you now. might be dead at the end of the show. I might be dead before the end of the show. Think about how many hits we get for that. We go so viral. That's what you always said. The minute. Yeah. One of us had a hiccup or something. It would be, oh, but the ratings would be good. I remember there was a fire one day in the studio. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
so yeah, if, if it winds up being me, you take over the Falcon cast and, and, okay. then, uh, and then you can tell uh, stories about how the other times that we almost died. Although you that, have the naming rights, right? So I can't rename it. It still has to be a Falcon cast. Nah, you can, you know, you can do it something like the Falcon cast featuring Greg Frank. Okay. okay. How's that? Uh, yeah. Other than that, I mean, the, uh, the Lions we talked about a little bit. That's a that's a team that's playing very very well, uh, and you know, and, and they're not missing a beat even with all these guys hurt. Yeah. And Heartthrob asks a, a good question. What happens if the Patriots just got rocked in almost every game this year? Does Belichick survive it? I, I think he would. That's what I'm saying. Like, is he uncomfortable? I, I think he probably would. You know, if he goes to Robert Kraft and say, hey, we're just going to get one of these quarterbacks and start it all over again, I bet he'd get another year. I, I guess the question that I would have is, is it like – you know, you like dogs. Like, is, is his leash so long? Because even though the last three years, I mean, or four years now without Brady, we're looking at three years of no playoffs, one year where he made the playoffs and got boat raced by the Bills. Yeah. So does that not kind of work against him? In the, or, or can he just coach there as long as he wants? Well, I'm beginning to bring this up a good point. I, I think Bob Kraft tells him to retire. He's not going to fire him. And I, I don't, I don't think he would, right? I mean, I, I think uh, you talk about a leash. I think the guy's got the whole yard to himself. I don't think there is a leash. <laughs> okay. But, you know, and again, I, I think uh, it, it, you're, you're right in terms of the context of what he's produced. But when you've also had the greatest run in football history, I mean, how much does that buy you? Does that only buy you four years? I, I mean, that's now, what I'm now, saying. Now, like, it, it happens to everybody. Don Shula. Uh, Tom Landry, Tom Landry, you know, uh, at some point, but nobody's, those guys weren't him as great, as great as they were. They weren't him. Yeah. So, uh, and, and so, you know, it's still there, but, uh, <laughs> well, our goose saying craft just needs to sit bill, set bill up with an ice uh, Asian massage so he can de-stress and reset. Uh, yeah, they, they could probably go do that together, but, um, you know, it, it, it's interesting. Uh, Lamont says, I was not all that surprised proud, surprised the Browns beat the Niners. Schwartz has beaten Shanahan seven times in a row. Boy, That's a good point. I forgot about that. That defense for Cleveland yeah. is really playing well. Yeah, and uh, I it, there was that stat, and there's one other one that's kind of escaping me now that just totally pointed to Cleveland. And, um, and I'm, I, the only mistake I made this week was starting Brock Purdy over Dak Prescott in fantasy. Because he's he struggled against uh, uh, he, I mean not him but Shanahan against Schwartz yeah yeah it, Schwartz has owned him. Also, it's how funny is it that the signature win of the season maybe for the Browns comes without Deshaun Watson? Yeah, PJ. Yeah, Deshaun was getting massaged at the time. So there you go. He, yeah, him he, and Robert he, Kraft, I guess. Yeah, he was happy. He's fine. But yeah, uh, yeah the 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 thing about uh, uh, the and just to be fair, even though I started the wrong quarterback. And I got a whopping one point out of Logan Thomas, who I picked up this week, thinking I'd have a tight end who could score. I still won by 20 points. So I, I, I'm 6-0. and and, I, and wow. yeah, I'm, I'm spiking the ball in Nate Griffin's face and Ralph Cooper and all my friends that I play with. So uh, I, I think I told you a story. I told him the one day I couldn't draft was August 26th because we were doing our fundraiser. Oh, you did tell me this. Yeah. yeah. And, I, and, of course, what day do they decide to do the draft? Maybe it's because I win a lot. I don't know. So this, is, this is your big middle finger to the whole league. 
Uh, yeah, but they're friends, so I'm not actually. But they're friends, so we're not going to go yeah. that extreme. No, no, no. We're just, uh, uh, you know, we're just dancing in the face a little bit. Okay. Uh, all right. Uh, I, I got to tell you guys uh, about. Uh, well, I'll, I'll get to these guys in a minute. Let me. Uh, uh, let's move on to some college football because uh, interesting week, and, and for the second week in a row, we had game of the week, and it lived up to the hype, right? Hmm. Uh, I mean, the the that Oregon Washington game was about everything you could ask for. Yeah, and you know the the Pac-12, you know it's weird how it's so good in this send-off season, but here we are, and it feels like you handpick two teams out of the league, and uh, we get good games, and you know Penix looks like the, the is he the gambling favorite now? I think he is for the Heisman, right? Yeah, yeah, and I and I think he should be because. Caleb Williams really crapped the bed against Notre Dame. And yeah, uh, that, that was just a poor effort. And this is two in a row because against Arizona, he was like four of 10 to start the game. Right. Uh, I, I mean, I, I think there's still time for him to rally, but I think there's too many other players that are too good that uh, uh, I, I think are going to go out there and, um, and, and just outperform him the rest of the way. And there was a guy that I thought was sort of a dark horse at Georgia and Bowers, and he's out for the season. So Yeah, high uh, ankle sprain. I saw that. Yeah. And, so do you think that Washington, with that win, now is in a class of its own in the Pac-12, or you're not ready to go there yet? I've, I've said along. I think Washington is, is a potential playoff team. Sure. And I, I think uh, their defense hasn't been what it usually is, but they're, offensively they're amazing, and their defense is good enough. They came up with just enough plays. And now they're going to, you know, it, it, if that game had been at Austin, I'm pretty sure Oregon would have won. So that's right. how close these two teams are. And I, I think very highly of Oregon. But the, the other teams that uh, kind of jump out at me, and, and look, Georgia, Georgia is in a class by itself in terms of its front seven on defense and, you know, its, it's offensive line. And, and that's going to carry them a long way. They're still better than everybody at that. But that, that Michigan defense is, is sick. Yeah, and and I really think that uh, they're going to have enough offense. I mean, they're going to have enough offense to 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 support that defense. It's funny. I was talking to lawyer Dave, who I hope will be on the show later, and uh, Dave Dave is a huge Michigan guy, and so I just texted him, "Hey, man, I love the Michigan defense," and I and I'm calling it right now. I think they beat the crap out of Ohio State. Uh, the game that worries me for them is Penn State. That's because those guys are really loaded too, and defensively. Yeah, I, I, well, they have a quarterback this year. The allergy yeah. looks good. So, yeah. Penn State, Ohio State on Saturday, by the way. Yeah, I think Penn State wins that game. Uh, I haven't checked the lines yet, but if I'm getting points, I'm 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 taking every one of them. Uh, boy, Alabama with a little bit of a scare against Arkansas. I'm going to have Tracy, and we'll talk a little more ACC, uh, which he's on. But uh, you know, they were never in danger in that game if you watched it. And, God, I watched every minute of pretty much every one of these games. So uh, I was also impressed with North Carolina. Uh, I know Miami, you know, Miami lost that game last week, but that that shouldn't have been a loss, right? That was just being dumb. The coach can't do math. <laughs> oh, no. And, you know, it's the second time he's done that, right? Is it really? Yeah, he did it. He did it at Oregon. Exact same thing. They lost the game the exact same way. Wow. When they so, handed the ball off instead of taking a knee. Yeah, and they fumbled. I know. Yeah. I got to give you credit on that one. You, you, I remember when they made that hire. You just were not down with it. And this is, what are you saying? This is not the brand that people think it is. 
Uh, and yeah, I mean, they're, they're just another eight and four every year. Pretty much. And, um, you know, that's uh, not that that's bad. I mean, you're a good program. I mean, it's been better than what Texas has been recently, right? Right, but stay in that league, right? Look at how Norvell has kind of resurrected Florida State, right? Tell me why somebody in Miami can't do that. Uh, well, they uh, the right coach can. I mean, we always talk about it. it's the right coach, the right fit, right? And, you know, that, there's some guys that, like Tom Herman, wasn't a great fit at Texas. It didn't mean he was a bad coach. He just wasn't the right fit. And, yeah. I, and I, I just think there's also guys that when you give them the big job, then what do they do with it, right? Lincoln Riley took Oklahoma and ran with it and, uh, and did a great job, right? Uh, sure. And, you know, so would Lincoln Riley win at Miami? Absolutely. I, I just think crystal ball, what turned me off to him was the fact that he was a head coach at Oregon had, and where they had a lot of – the Pac-12 wasn't what it is this year, right? Tons of right. opportunities there to be great. He never made and, the playoff. And they were just okay. Yeah. So, uh, so I, if you – and you have more advantages at Oregon. Uh, for one thing, you got Nike money <laughs> behind you. You can get dumber kids in. Um, and, and <laughs> no, it's true. You know, that's, that's, uh, and if you can't win there against the Pac-12 that was pretty weak at the time, then why are you going to win at Miami where you're, you're – you're punching up at Miami. I mean, you're always going to be punching up at Clemson and Florida State. Right. And, and and now North Carolina. So, uh, yeah. All right, so i got to tell you about a new sponsor on the show. Very happy to have Piper's Plumbing Company as a new sponsor on the Falcon cast. And all the time people ask me, hey, uh, do you know a good plumber? I'm like, no, nah, I really don't. And now you can ask me, hey, do you know a good plumber? I'm say, no, but I know a great one. And, uh... Joseph and, and his wife have put together a wonderful plumbing company. And, guys, you know how important this is in Houston. I mean, there's so much. Uh, there's always going to be need for plumbers and good plumbers. And there's a lot of them that, you know, aren't ethical. There's a lot of them that they, uh, uh, they won't do a good job. Well, this guy does a good job. And they're fantastic. So uh, check them out, man. They, uh, they, they're licensed and everything. They've got a state of Texas license. They're very safe. Uh, and they can do water heater replacement, uh, tankless water heater installation, main water line repair, gas test, all of those things. And you know you're going to need them. You get a blockage, these are your guys to call. And I promise you, the you know, fans of the show, there are you know, longtime blitzers, kind of people you want to do business with. So they're in uh, you know, Nassau Bay, and they're all around the League City areas. So I'll just say uh, you want to support. A great, great business that's supporting us. 832-632-2583 is the number for Piper's Plumbing. And uh, I want to welcome them to the uh, welcome them to the show. And uh, all right. So, uh, yeah, as far as college football goes, there's uh, one game this week that I'm slightly intrigued by. Not because I know, I mean, not because I think it's going to be close, but it is really cool to have uh, Texas in town to play UH this week. Yeah, what's that crowd split like? Oh, it's going to be – well, I know a lot of my UH friends who've sold their tickets. Uh, huh. Well, part so of this the, is a UT home game. Uh, yeah, it'll be a UT home game. Uh, but, I mean, there'll be a good crowd. I mean, the student section, and there'll be a good – I mean, we, we have some loyal fans. But, yeah, we've talked – I 
I don't know if I've talked with you about it, but Dana's lost his fan base. And even the win over Tech, which, uh, boy, so I was actually over here at PJ's watching the game because, you know, PJ's a UH guy. We had a few UH people come in here and watch. And uh, as soon as they closed at the 35-32, I'm like, guys, I'm going home. I know what's going to happen. There's going to be like a fourth and long, and they score a touchdown, and I'm going to be screaming at the top of my lungs at the TV. So I get home, and of course, fourth and ten, and there's the 51-year-old touchdown, and poor Kira's hearing words she's never heard in her life. And, uh, you know, dog's just looking at me like, what's wrong? What's wrong? And I'm talking to her like an idiot, right? Well, I mean, that's what happens when you're a single old man who lives with his dog. I'm like, I can't believe they gave up another fourth and ten touchdown to lose it game and, and, and she's just like and uh and then a few seconds later i'm using all the same words in a very different context yeah it's like yeah 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 <laughs> and she's like do i get a treat now i'm like yeah okay you, you put up with that crap put up with that <laughs> yeah but you know it's just uh, it's you can't keep doing that on fourth downs man that it just drives me nuts and texas i hate to say this texas is going to eat their souls and UH should be up for this game more than any game because they're never going to get to play Texas again because Texas is off to the SEC, and we'll be talking to Tracy about that in a minute. Um, and, you know, I doubt they'll – I mean, maybe once every five years or something. But – so this should be their Super Bowl. Instead, it's going to be a Texas crowd. Uh, and, you know, I, and I've been offered tickets by a lot of my friends because they just want UH guys to go. And I'm like, first off, I don't think I can walk across a parking lot right now, and I'm not going to be that guy that they have to get a call. <laughs> card for it's like yeah great oh oh man it gets a golf cart Ooh. yeah yeah no yeah yeah that's not happening so yeah, I'll, probably no, be, I'll probably be over here pjs or i'll be at home watching it but uh uh I, I think it's exciting to have them in town and you know i, I it's, it's gonna be fun and and lamont says strictly on the eye test michigan should be number one i, I wouldn't argue with that at all uh i, I agree mean, yeah that defense is just sick uh but the problem is you know, I still go back to when they played Georgia and Michigan's had great defensive linemen and the Georgia offensive line has handled them. And so, you know, we'll, we'll jump off that bridge when we come to it. But uh, I, I do I, right now. And, and again, it's hard to just say, well, if you're just looking to be counterintuitive and say no Georgia, I'd be between Michigan and Washington. Sure. The two teams. Yeah. Yep. All right. So uh, got a prediction for your Phillies tonight? You know, I am – not as optimistic because Aaron Nola is so Jekyll and Hyde. I, talk, I actually had a, you know, I talked to my dad about the Phillies, and we were both a little like, eh, Aaron Nola, he's been good lately. I think Merrill Kelly is going to outpitch him, and I actually am not optimistic about tonight's game. So I, I think the Phillies win the series, but I think Aaron Nola beat him up. I, th- I think he beat him up a little bit tonight, and. Aaron Nola's a little bit yeah, – he's a lot like Fromber. There's yeah. good Fromber, bad Fromber, and there's good Nola, bad Nola. And uh, at some point, you're going to get good ones. So, uh, I, I like your chances. I, I told you that the other night, and I will uh, continue to uh, to push that. And hopefully, you can continue to remind me when uh, Austin Matthews hits uh, gets hat-tricks. Yeah, so. I, I saw back-to-back hat-tricks to start the year. I thought of you when I saw that guy. Gotcha. Yeah. He yeah, that, that was one of my best bets of the weekend. I had uh, – Okay, I'll, I'll tell the story, and then we'll get to Tracy. I was, uh, I was actually – I walked over to PJ's, and I'd forgotten to bet the over on the Leafs game. And so I go to the end game, and it's nine minutes in, and it's still 0-0. Yeah. So I get, I get it at plus 120, so I hammer it at six and a half. 
Then I also bet Austin Matthews to score a goal anytime. And then I start watching football, look down at my phone into the first period. It's it's three one and Matthews already had two goals. So I'd hit the Matthews bet and I'm like, Yeah, they're going over six and a half. And what was it seven four the final? So Yeah. Yeah, and I got I got a much better number because I waited to play in game. Now, I couldn't bet right. as much. They they limit you a little bit, but sure. anyway. All right, buddy. Uh, enjoy the game tonight. I will talk to you soon. And, All right, Fred. Uh, take care. All right, man. Thank you. That's Greg Frank. Those of you in the business uh, who are looking to hire, man, I'm telling you, this guy can do it. Yeah, you know what? I, I you know who else can do it. it is our, our good friend Tracy Cowley, who I have to apologize to because I was calling her Crowley for like the 10, 12 years I've known her. Yeah, it's so weird. You get you get a letter in your head and then you just mm-hmm. don't notice. But uh, but yeah, she uh, she's gonna do the SEC report with us. And man, everybody loved uh, everything you did last week. And oh, you know, awesome! I, I I'm I'm gonna tell you right now, you 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 you've got a shot at a bigger platform than what you're doing in Falcon Cast. I can tell you that because uh, <laughs> uh, you really bring a lot to the table on the SEC. And uh, I appreciate and I, I, you, Fred. Yeah, well, the people. The people love you. And, uh, yeah, just real quick. Uh, yeah, Largo's asking. Greg Greg got laid off by um, Sports Map. So uh, oh. I'm going to do everything. I'm going to call everybody I know because, you know, I worked with this kid for over a year. And he just gets better and better. And uh, he, he's, he's what people want right now. He's young, he's cheap, and he's sportsy. But he's also smart. So uh, anyway, but uh, getting back to Tracy here because uh, one of the things I wanted to – to ask you about before we get to the football and mainly because the LSU women came out as number one mm-hmm. uh, shocker. Uh, I, I know that SEC schools in particular will get behind other sports, but I mean, it's always been a baseball school too. Yes. But how much is them being that good in women's basketball? I mean, the fan base just jumped all over it. Oh, the season tickets are almost sold out. Uh, they wow. have less than 700 left uh, for the season. So it, it, they're going to be sold out. Um, and then people forget LSU is also a gymnastics school. You have uh, Livy Dunn there. Um, she's, uh, I believe, the top earner in NIL uh, in the country. She's making zillions of dollars over there. So they sell out too. So it is um, not just a football school, not just a baseball school anymore. And baseball, they have the number one attendance. Um they sold almost 500,000 tickets last year. So it's tremendous following of all sports. Um, you know, Louisiana's love, they love their sports. They love their school and they love any reason to drink and eat. <laughs> yeah. Well, I've always, I've always said this and, and, you know, and it, I, I love going to, I mean, almost every stadium in the sec has something unique and different, but there's nothing like Baton Rouge for a night game. I've been to, yeah. I've been to baseball games there too, and it's just crazy. It's crazy, and uh, yeah. yeah, a lot of a lot of drinking. I'm I'm four, so mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot right, of good times. Let's get to the uh, football. Uh, interesting weekend, my friend. Yes, um, the game that intrigued me the most was Tennessee and Aggie. Um, it felt like almost a must win for Jimbo. He has a horrible record on the road uh, in the SEC. And to me, that was that was a must win, and they didn't win. And so um, you want to know, you ask Aggies, you know, what are you going to do? His buyout is $76 million at the end of this year. So what do you do? You brought in um, 
Bobby Petrino thought that was going to fix it, and their offense still looked like it was staggering last week. So I, I don't know what the fix is. It's not that they don't have talent. We talked about that last week when they played Bama. It's the coaching. Well, yeah, because you watch those kids on the field. Well, I have, I kind of have two thoughts that I'd, I'd like to get your opinion on. Because mm-hmm. I, I watch those kids on the field. They're as talented as anybody in the SEC. Mm-hmm. I mean, from a pure talent perspective. Absolutely. But it reminds me a lot of what was happening at, at UT when Tom Herman was there, when Charlie mm-hmm. Strong was there. The guys aren't football players. Yeah. They're, they're athletes, but they're not. They're athletes. And they're not getting coached up. And that's the yes. difference. So uh, just a little tidbit of a story. Denver Harris transferred from AM to LSU. And the one thing the coaches were stunned when he came over here, when he was in high school, he played a lot of man-to-man. Well, no one at AM taught him to play zone. So they're having to teach him how to play zone at LSU, which is what are you doing with these five-star athletes? You have to coach them up and develop them too. Um, so that's a perfect example of just one kid who was in that program and he's doing better now at LSU. He's still not there, but I mean, he's got to retrain his whole thought to learn how to play zone. Well, and I, I think, and I'll, I'll go to my grave saying this, which could be today the way my neck feels, but, uh, 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 no, actually the, the lead, you look better, Fred, you're not doing this anymore. Uh, I'm, I'm actually going to the doctor tomorrow. I had a real bad day yesterday. And today I walked over here and, uh, it, it's a block and a half from my house, uh, oh here at P, PJ sports bar, where we, we do the show mm-hmm. most Mondays. And, uh, I, I had to stop three times and, uh, wow. yeah, it's just, uh, so, I mean, I, I'm, I'm wearing this stupid thing to hold my neck up, but it's not, <laughs> uh, but the good news is, yeah, I'm going to the doctor tomorrow and hopefully there'll be some magic pill he can give me and I'll be back to going on bad dates before you know it. There but, you go. Uh, uh, the the one uh, the one last thought on A and M, and and I, I think I talked to I think we talked about this last week. The defense hasn't been the same since Mike Elko left, mm-hmm. and obviously he's one hell of a coach. And look, DJ Durkin's good, but Elko was exceptional. I thought Petrino would help the offense, but I don't. Mm-hmm. I think they need someone who can actually teach these kids how to play defense, and it, and, yeah. and that's I, I think because th- there was no chance they were winning that game once once they got down. Uh, yeah. I, I, I'm sure you watched the whole thing just like I mm-hmm. did. It's like Tennessee was in control of the game. And you kept, the oh, whole maybe, time. Yeah, maybe they can score. But, uh, yeah, it's it's definitely definitely uh, rough times at A&M. And, you know, they can spit $73 million out of one oil guy's back pocket. But, no, but that is so much to just give away. Right. It's just, and then, I don't know. I, I, if I'm a and I, I give the Petrino experience one more year, and then I go find the best defensive coordinator I can find. Yeah. Pay the hell out of him and give it one more year. Yeah. That would be me. But yeah. it, it, it does feel like you – know, it, they. but just to get back to that team that should have made the playoff, you, you'll live with that at A&M. But yeah. right now you're not close. Uh, they could be losing, you know – Five games, uh, six games, you know, it's just their schedule doesn't get easier from they still got to go on the road to play LSU, too. Yeah. So and and we'll get to that in a minute, because I think that if you've given up on LSU, it might be a little bit early. But let's uh, let's talk about Missouri. Uh, Whoo, Mizzou. Um, I tell you what, that when I at first when LSU beat them, I was like, oh, that's a nice win. Come back win. But after this week. 
that is a really good road win for LSU. Mizzou, um, they had a trick play. I don't know if you saw that trick play. Yeah. Where That was amazing. Yeah. Um, they took it to Kentucky, and Kentucky was all out of sorts. I do apologize if you hear my dog. She's in her kennel, so I apologize. Yeah. Don't worry. Um, don't, don't worry. Kira has, Kira has made many appearances on the show. <laughs> um, but, um, no, they just made Kentucky look very pedestrian, um, you know, and their offense is really good. Yeah, I do believe they're the second-best team in the East. That's my opinion. And they got a fat kicker, which I love. But they uh, got a really large kicker. Yeah, <laughs> he, he is a big boy. No, that that uh, you know what the and I want to take it back a little bit uh, because that Missouri LSU game, I, I, I and maybe I'm wrong. I thought I saw some lights starting to come on on the defensive side in the second half you of did. that game, mm-hmm. and you know, and, the, and that game was close. The pick six made it look worse mm-hmm. than it was. But yeah, I think Missouri is a very good team, and I, I wasn't expecting this out of them, and. Um, yeah, it, the East, it, it looks like Florida is just meh again. Florida, mm-hmm. Florida's poor man's A&M. Uh, they are. They did beat South Carolina on the road. That was Billy Napier. He he won a road game, which has been a challenge for him in the last couple of years. But, um, no, I, I don't even – I think if Mizzou played Tennessee, Mizzou would win that game. All right, another, another thing we kind of talked about last week is – I was uh I was saying at some point uh, uh, Arkansas is going to beat one of these good teams, they and we both did. and we both said it's not going to be Bama. Yeah, but boy, they were right there, and they uh, were yeah. It if you look at the stats of the game, uh, I, Bama dominated that game stat wise. But when you watch Bama, they are nothing. They did impressed on Saturday, nothing. And to allow Arkansas to come back and there's, I don't know if you saw the Nick Saban uh, presser after the game, the way he described uh, um, uh, Jefferson trying to get tackled. It was hilarious. He tried to make a joke and it it came off all wrong, but um, I, I still think that their defense is, is good. It's not elite. Um, and their offense is less than desirable, in my opinion. If you just watch them, they just don't look explosive. Well, and and I, I don't remember if we, we talked about this last week, too, but the erosion of receivers at Alabama mm-hmm. from, from all the guys that they had that yeah. are all just killing it in the NFL – you can't just keep finding those guys just because they're five stars. Yeah. They're not, they're not going to be Devonte Smith. No, no. Um, LSU's actually been the wide receiver factory recently and still are this year, but no, the erosion of the skill position since 2020 has been drastic, drastic. Who are they going to trust last week? Burton did show up uh, during the AM game because AM doesn't really have a very good secondary, but when you're in a tight game, who, who are you going to trust? To, to catch the ball. If Burton's your best guy, and maybe he is, mm-hmm. uh, that's that's nothing compared to even John Mechie or, or or any of those cats that they had during the runs. No, not um, e- not even close. Um, there, I I feel if Georgia obviously is likely going to make it to the East, we'll see what happens. You never know, but uh, we're going to see who comes out of the West. You know. Is Bama the scariest team? They have Nick Saban, but are they the scariest? If you ask me, LSU's offense is the scariest. Um, their defense still lacks, but I don't know. Alabama doesn't – I don't think would scare anybody. 
Well, let's get to that because uh, you, you you brought this up uh, when we were talking before the show that LSU wins out, they're going to the championship game. They are again, and guess what? Same thing as last year. They lost first game to Florida State. They had an ugly loss. Um, you know, I would say that Ole Miss was ugly loss. They had an ugly loss last year to Tennessee. And then they did what they needed to do to win the West to get to, to Georgia. But this LSU team is different. Um, I think their defense is starting to grow. It still has holes. It still has issues. But it's not nearly as bad as it was uh, when they played Ole Miss. They did improve against Mizzou in the second half. And they did play very well against Auburn, considering Auburn is one-dimensional, really. Right. Um, but they still did what they needed to do and got a 30-point home win. Yeah, and that's that's the thing. I mean, Auburn is is not a scary team. I mean, I know they they threw a scare into Georgia, but those mm-hmm. two, yeah, that they, they can play that kind of game where it, where it's in the trenches, grind it out. They can't keep up with, uh, with, with the way LSU spreads it out and goes. Yeah, and uh, and, and you know, I, I I I see a lot of similarities, and I I love Brian Kelly as a head coach, and the team is getting better. And if the defense can continue to improve. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and sometimes improvement comes from confidence and, and being able to to do what they did against Missouri in the second half. And do it's like as soon three. as Harold Perkin got that INT, it just seemed to click for them. Um, and since then, they have been playing better um, on the defensive side. And, you know, something we talked about uh, is um, Jane Daniels' odds to win the Heisman went from I put a ticket for them to win the national championship and uh, for him to win the Heisman. I was at 3,000 to one. Um, now he's up to 1,200. Wow. So he's third. He's tied for third um, for the high. And he should be. His stats are unbelievable. He's right there with Penix. Uh, he he is a little bit better in some areas than Penix. But um, he's going to put up more stats this week against Army. And competition is going to get harder for Washington here on out. Yeah, I, I think so. I, I just uh... – uh, the one advantage that that Penix has right now nope. is Washington's top. Yeah. They're going to be a top four team, I think. Yeah. So, but uh, yeah, the, the I'm I'm encouraged, and you know, I I I love I love rooting for LSU just because I I spent so much time over there, and mm-hmm. I love I love the atmosphere, and I and you know they always are a team that and I I just think they'll get better, and they do remind me of last year's team, and. Yeah, they've they've got a couple of tough ones, obviously Alabama, but I think the way they spread the ball around, they're going to give Alabama. Alabama is going to have trouble covering those receivers. Yeah, Uh, for sure. And so we'll we'll see. I know LSU may have trouble stopping them, but to me, it just takes one or two stops a game for our offense to to put up some points. I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you one more, just because uh, even though I I didn't text you about it, so I'm a bad Mm -hmm. person, but (laughs) we. we, we talk about all these great receivers that came from LSU and, and like the, the championship year when you had Jefferson and Jamar chase mm-hmm. and all these guys. Marshall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, where does Malik neighbors rank in your mind? I mean, this guy is good. He catches everything. He did have a couple drops um, last week, but man, if it's in his vicinity, he is catching everything. I think he could be behind Chase and Jefferson when it comes to that. Um, he's they are on track to do really big things, and he is. Just, I do apologize, my daughter. It's okay right now. That's um, all right. But no, he is. He catches everything, and 
if he's not in the running um, for the Bolitnikoff Award, I believe that's the one that gets yeah. the wide receivers. If he's yeah. not in the running for that, there's something wrong. Yeah, I mean, I, I still think Jamar Chase is the best I've ever seen there, but yeah. uh, but that's this guy has just blown me away. And, and you know, think about the other guys we even mentioned: Jarvis Landry, Odell Beckham. I mean, it's insane. Yeah, yeah it, people forget. Like, and that was during Les Miles, who hardly ever threw the ball. You know, right? He was in I formation pretty much every play. Yeah. Um, uh, but no, it's been it's been awesome to see. All right. Well, I'm gonna let you and the pup go so that. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, get out! Of, get out of the no, no worries. Get I, out of jail free. coming. Trust me, the people have seen uh, Kira jump on my lap during the show and almost knock me over. <laughs> well, I'm just glad you're a dog person because that makes oh, this easier. Yeah. So, yeah. people want to find me on Twitter. Uh, it's at TC Gold Rush. At TC Gold Rush. And tell them about the uh, the other thing you do on, on OnlyFans. OnlyFans, uh, right now, it's, uh, I have a free subscription. Um, I also do a live chat on Tuesday at 7 p.m., so you'll get to see me on there at 7 o'clock talking all things sports. Awesome. Well, uh, Tracy, always a pleasure. I'm going to keep having you on until somebody awesome. more important comes and steals you. <laughs> so uh, No, Fred. <laughs> all right. Thank you so much. I'll talk You're to you welcome. Soon. Have Great a good stuff. one. You too. Yeah, guys, she's really good. And uh, – She's going to wind up, uh, like I said, she'll be doing better than Falcon Cast at some point. But uh, until she does, we're just going to keep her. That's how we roll. Uh, and I've, I've got another special guest coming up in a couple of minutes who just walked in. One of my uh, favorite guys. So uh, you guys will be happy. Wait, what are you doing that for? You can just come over here and sit next to me. God. Oh, smartest guy I know. And he's sitting there trying to dial in. When he's sitting across the table from me, and all I have to do is move the damn thing. <laughs> Here we go. There he is. Man, we haven't had you on in a bit, my friend. You've been traveling. You've been doing stuff. Yeah, I've been in North Dakota on a case, El Paso on a case. Um, you know, just trying to get the stuff done for the people that need my help. Well, uh, before we get to that, let's talk a little sports because, uh, yeah, sure. uh, you know, I've been watching all your Michigan games because uh, Dave is a big Michigan guy. And uh, like Lamont was saying earlier, that uh, now you're dialing in again. I'm trying not to. No, but uh, Lamont was saying earlier he thinks Michigan should be number one. I I think, yeah, I still think Georgia's, you know, until they lose, uh, they're still the number one team. And, but I tell you, that Michigan defense is sick. I mean, uh, I I didn't realize you were at a wedding when I texted you the other day. (laughs) Yeah, that was nice. yeah, the fact we were in Adeline for another case, but the uh, the Wolverines when they come out to play on D now, the weakness used to be on the crossing patterns because they didn't have enough speed. Right uh, now, the linebackers, the safeties, they all have plenty of speed, so they're keeping up and hitting those guys hard. I love the way, unlike LSU, my LSU brothers. I'm sorry to say it. Those no tackling sons of bitches. <laughs> uh, somebody uh, might have. Somebody might have. Yeah, too. I know, I know. Oh boy, I, sh- I should have had you on when Tracy was on earlier. She should have been. <laughs> then uh, you know, UT took uh, a little fall in their face recently. Yeah, Aggie seemed to have rebounded uh, at least thus far, wouldn't you say, Fred? Well, you did, you missed the game this weekend because oh, yeah, they lost a 
Tennessee. Oh, so sorry about that, Aggie. Yeah. Jeez, Louise, I missed, I missed yeah. that altogether. Yeah. So uh, no, but uh, and I was talking with Tracy a little bit, a little bit with Greg. I think the teams that impressed me the most outside of, of Georgia have been Washington and Michigan and Penn State. Oh yeah. And I, I think I told you this. I, I think I think Penn State is the worry for Michigan. And I might be wrong. Ohio State may beat them, but they've got a great defense, and that kid's a damn good quarterback. Yeah, I, I uh, my principal worry, of course, Penn State comes up before Ohio State. We'll be closely watching the game, Ohio State, Penn State, this weekend. But we will, in addition to that, be looking to see what kind of weaknesses both have because that'll help us two weeks since after that when we hit Penn State and then last game of the year, of course, the Buckeyes. You know, I know we got a long way to go, and a uh, lot can happen. I would not be shocked if two Big Ten teams made it this year. And, uh, it's a possibility. And I, I would say Michigan and Penn State. I think I would, too. Uh, and, and whoever loses that game is going to have an advantage because they're not going to lose again. That's true. Yeah. I know that sounds silly, but. That's also true. Uh, but, yeah, I think. Uh, if Penn State beats Ohio State this weekend, yeah, there's a real possibility. Yeah, I'd be real interested in seeing that. Plus, it'd make my daughter happy because she's, <laughs> you know, last year at Penn State and all happy and texts me from games sometimes. So, it's the only time I hear from her. How good are we? Switch, switch in uh, gears for just a second. I have to. I am forced to admit. That I am duly impressed with C.J. Stroud for the Texans. Yeah. I tell you, he's thrown to a Michigan receiver, Nico Collins, by the way. It's uh, so another thing I text you every time Nico Collins does something. <laughs> and uh, who's the UH running back? Galt or Gall? No, no, no. Uh, Tank Dell is a wide receiver. Hey. Yeah. Wide receiver. Yeah. Is uh, he playing currently? Or is he, hurt? Uh, he missed last week. He had a concussion. So that's the only problem with Tank, and I love him to death. But, you know, and it was funny because there's so many – so many media members who've been in the city their whole lives, when the Texans drafted Tank and they saw his first practice, they're like, oh, my God, where did they find this guy? Uh, right up the road, and we've been watching <laughs> yeah. him. If you've watched one UH game over the last two years, you know how great this kid is. Uh, but he's small, and, um, and that was, that's what worries me. Is you can use him. You can't use him as much as like, you'd like to. You can't Tariq kill him. Uh, but yeah. you, but see, I He's like one them. of a kind. Too. Yeah, yeah, I like when they use them on punt returns, and I like when they use them in the slot. But you can't get him out there for every snap because he's odds are he's going to get hurt. He's just he's just too small mm-hmm. for NFL bodies, and mm-hmm. he's good at avoiding contact. But he better be. Yeah, but again, once you once you bash your head on the ground one time, you know you got a concussion. Or you got a neck injury and you can't walk across the street. It's that bad. But uh, uh, but no, you get back getting back to Stroud and. I think this kid, I was not, I didn't want him, right? I wanted Bryce Young all along. Thank and, God we didn't do that. And they, and of course, they screw up and win a game. Lovey Smith's last FU. And they don't get him. And um, and then the talk before the draft was how much they loved Will Levis. And I hate that guy. I hate that guy more than all my exes combined. He's a terrible quarterback. He just looks like a, he looks like a tank, right? All he, of he, your exes? Most of them. I know your exes. Yeah. At least the ones that are you married that were above legal age. Okay. You know, that's supposed to be attorney-client privilege. Oh, oh, oh I didn't mean to give yeah, it away. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you can't even say that in Spanish. So. Yes, I can. <laughs> uh, no, but I, I just, I mean, he's one of those guys who just looks the part and he tests it through the roof. And you know who else did that? Mitch Trubisky. Oh, that's right. And, uh, and, and if you just look at the way he played in college, the guy had the most interceptions in the SEC, 
on a running base team. Hmm. That's hard to do. Yeah. So so when they drafted C.J. Stroud, I'm kind of like, okay, I'm relieved. They, they did. <laughs> I was mad. I mean, I was like, "Who's this clown?" Uh, well, you hate Ohio State. That's but, right. And I don't blame you for that. Yeah, I do. But uh, but no, he uh, uh, he's really impressed me. And I think what what I like about him is how he's progressed every game, mm-hmm. and how he uh, he's really picking up the offense. And he's not, you know, he threw his first interception last week, which it didn't matter because they got the ball right back on the fumble. But you know, he throws one pass like that a game. We talked about this earlier. Uh, some of the other guys are throwing three or four passes like that a game. So he probably should have had an interception sooner. But, you know, the guys didn't make a play. Uh, but otherwise, he's, you know, and his offensive line is coming back. Yep. Uh, I think it's going to be a fun team to watch going forward. And I haven't said that about the Texans did you forever. S- did you see that the uh, Rockets traded Kevin Porter to Oklahoma? Yeah, who probably, promptly uh, whacked his head off. Yeah, well, that's, yeah. he should have. Uh, yeah, he was never going to play again, right? I mean, innocent until proven guilty. Right, right. Well, as, as a lawyer, they dropped, you know. uh, they dropped the charges. Did wow. they really? Huh. Well, PJ, I'm starving over here, brother. I mean, I'm starving. Huh. What's a man got to do to get a drink around here, Fred? Uh, <laughs> you ask the bartender. And by the way, when you guys come in, say hello to PJ. You know, this is a really, really cool, funky bar in Montrose. Uh, the owner is a very sociable, good guy. Was a UH star track athlete at one point. Yes. Uh, makes a very decent drink at a very decent price. It's uh, I would I would I would grade it. Uh, what kind of bar would you call this? What's well, a dive bar? A dive bar. But it's I'd give it four, among four and three quarters out of five. Yeah, I, I think it's a dive bar for me. It's a five star. Well, but you're a solid four. That's I'm yeah I'm, no I'm a hard four. You're a hard four. And, and so that's how I and, judge everything. And are you a hard four in all communities by others, people's judgment? <laughs> that I don't know. Next subject. <laughs> that's right. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Oh, so I went to the baseball game last oh, night. Oh, God. Yeah, that's right. And uh, I ordered two double crown and sprites. One for me, one for my buddy. Figuring you know, it's a pain to get up and down. So, and a bag of peanuts. 80 bucks, 77 bucks plus tip. I gave her 15 bucks the first time and 20 bucks the second time. I spent 200 bucks on four, I guess you could say eight drinks. <laughs> Even for me, that's extravagant. Yeah. That's extravagant. But, you know, we hung out to the very end. And what's your prediction for game three if you have one? Uh, I think I think the Astros are going to win two or three up there, and they're going to have to come back and win two at home and figure out whatever the hell's going wrong at home. Uh. Yeah, but I, I expect them. I actually expect them to come out and just crush Scherzer tomorrow because I don't think he's going to be ready. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then I think they'll win. The, I, they may win the next two and then lose game five and then have to come back and and take two. But uh, I, I listen. This team's been great on the road all year. I'm I'm not not giving up on them yet. But uh, yeah, just you know, a couple more things about PJ's best karaoke in the city on Friday nights with uh, Jesse Salinas, who's going to do the show with us at some point. And uh, my buddy Dilly B does Saturday night uh, and steak night on Thursday. And, you, and if Thursday. you come for steak night on Thursday, you will probably meet Kira because now if the weather's cooled off, I can bring her. Who's, and, who's calling out Fred for El Tigre? Who is that? I can't read it without uh, my glasses on. That's Largu, El Tigre Tejano. Yo estoy aquí, amigo. ¿Qué pasó? Tiene problemas con un accidente. Por favor, llámame allá. 736 Mia Tigre Tejano. 
peleo con sus, con sus derechos con o sin papeles. Llámame ya. ¿Cómo es mi número, Fred? Uh, ¿Cómo se dice? No, no. I... 713. Oh, 713-626-8900. Got through that spot. Uh, okay, I thought, I, honestly, I thought you were talking about Mexico-Germany soccer tonight. I was totally confused. Oh, well, Josh, but... you forgot about that. <laughs> what, what, what are you like in uh, Germany? Uh, I don't. Germany lineup? I, I, I don't. Okay. I just, I just, I just only know what's happening because it's happening in Philadelphia. And Greg was talking about all the stuff happening in Philadelphia tonight. With how, the, how did that overturn out on the NHL game you looked at last night? Uh, it didn't hit. I, I wound up not playing it. So even better. Yeah, I just, uh, I was a little actually. Mm-hmm. It, it went the exact opposite. I thought it would. I thought the Leafs would score goals and and the Blackhawks wouldn't. And the Blackhawks are the one who did their part, and the Leafs didn't. So. Huh. Uh, well, Behanin says, I think the El Tiempo Margs at the Astros game were $30. Yeah. You know what? I, how many how many times have we come in here and had a lot of drinks and not run up a $78 tab at PJ's? Well, last night I bought all the drinks. as three of us. Yeah. And for all night, 80 bucks. Yeah. And, so, and, and, uh, you know, we, we, and Tang was drinking, uh, yeah, Tang was drinking that fancy stuff. Booth. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, anyway, all right. So, uh, guys, uh, you know what Dave can do for you as a lawyer and, uh, he, he's the best and yeah, seven one three six two six eighty nine hundred. Yeah. And the one thing, and, uh, for those of you like me who don't speak Spanish, uh, don't pay a dime until he wins your case. That's how it goes. And, and consults are always free. Yep. And, and if, if I don't know about uh, the subject about what you're asking me, what do I do for him, Fred? Uh, you either tell him I can't help you or you send him to somebody who can if you uh, think there's right. somebody there. That's correct. If and I think there's somebody to send him to. And I, in fact, I, a guy had an accident in Louisiana involving the Army and this and that. Well, I can't deal with that. That's out of my purview. So I sent him to a lawyer in Louisiana. Hey, you got to help this guy out. Uh, and glad to have done that. Would have liked to have kept the case, but like I say, I don't do every single thing. I just do the stuff I think I'm the best at. Yeah, and, and you know the reality is, uh, and I, <coughs> excuse me, I uh, I know this from being married to lawyers. The law in Louisiana is not the same as it is in Texas. You right? No, it is not. You're right about that, my friend. You're so, right about that. All right. Well, um, great stuff. I appreciate you coming by because it's always more fun. We can sit here and actually talk a little sport too. That's true, and I'm glad to have been uh, a part of the show today. And hey, all you podcasters, Fred's got it going on, doesn't he? Let all your friends know. All you influencers out there, whatever the hell that means. Hot, some hot, hot chicks with big boobs. That's hey. what it means. Hey. Salute. <laughs> Salute. All right, guys. You need a lawyer, better dial Dave. All right, a couple mm. things to wrap up with here, and then uh, uh, we'll be back Thursday. I uh, appreciate everybody tuning in today. I want to welcome our, our new sponsors, Piper's Plumbing. Uh, that, that They're great to have. And uh, we're hoping to, you know, keep getting some more because uh, the reality is, you know, I mean, we're, we're close enough to being able to turn this into something really big. So the main thing is if anybody knows anybody in ad sales that wants to work for a, health, a healthy commission, it's just not my strength. I can get my friends, which I've done. And uh, that gets the show started and, and we're building and we're building. But I, I need a real ad salesperson. So uh cast at yahoo.com and uh, hopefully hopefully after and i also got to thank lawyer dave because uh he hooked me up with a friend of his of 20 years who's the doctor i'm going to tomorrow uh who's a neck and back specialist so hopefully i get that fixed 
because I'd like to play golf again. I'd actually like to play basketball again. Right now, I'd just like to be able to walk across the damn street again. So uh, hopefully that you know, we'll get there. But anyway, man, I appreciate you guys so much. Um, you know, this is I, I, it's funny because as bad as I felt coming over here, it's like, oh, man, I don't even know if I should do this today. As soon as the lights come on, as soon as you guys start popping on the chat, everything's great. And I just have so much fun and I can't thank you guys enough. Uh, so I'm going to I'm going to close it out today by telling you about Dr. Linville, who uh, also was going to come by today, but he's, he's got his mom out to dinner because he's a great guy. And uh, he, he has so much going on over there and I can't wait to get him back on. He's he's had, uh, you know, he's been busy and, and also had some things to deal with. But, uh, uh, I, you know, I had the, the hair done and uh, it, it worked for me. I mean, it last it, it's lasted. Uh, I, I, I could use another round because, you know, I wasn't pretty I, I didn't have my chair, but uh, it's a really cool process. No anesthesia. It's just numbing medicine. It's just like, you know, Novocaine at the dentist. Right. Minimal pain. Uh, over 95% of the grafts take because they're handled and prepared safely. All, almost all of mine have taken and they take it off the back of your head where it's always going to grow and they put it where it doesn't. And I mean, it, it's still a relative, relatively new process, but it was three years ago when I had it done and I haven't lost any of it yet. So it, it's kind of cool. The charge is usually $4 a graft, but right now three fifty, and that may not sound like much, but I had 2,451 graphs, so you can do the math on that. I don't do math. I suck at math. I suck at math more than I suck at dating. So uh, go to hairspecialisthouston.com slash getfalconhair. You can sign up that way. And ladies, uh, they've got a special going on uh, for uh, Halloween for uh, boob jobs and things like that. I mean, he's a great plastic surgeon. does all kinds of other stuff. And I know we have a lot of ladies who listen. And I know we have a lot of guys who might want to buy their ladies new boobs. Well, this is a way to do it, but go to hairspecialisthouston.com slash getfalconhair. Book a consultation, and if you don't do it that way, just you, just tell them you heard about it on my show, and your consult fee will be waived. That's $150 value, and that includes anything other than hair. If you just tell them, hey, I'm a falcon caster, they're going to take care of you. So check it out, hairspecialisthouston.com slash getfalconhair. All right. Everybody, I uh, hope you have a great night. I'm probably going to go home and watch bad college football because that's Tuesday and little uh, um, little hockey tonight. And then uh, tomorrow we'll get the Astros back on track. So I'll probably flip over and watch the Phillies. But, you know, I, right now, it's until the Astros are dead, I don't get real interested in anything else baseball-wise. I'll watch a few innings here and there, but it's always hockey and football. Anyway... Love you guys. Thank you so much for joining us. Please come check out PJ's. And it's just a great place. Great people. It's a good neighborhood bar. But, you know, uh, it's also the kind of place where you can come and, you know, you'll get to know people. It'll be a blast. So, uh, all right. That'll do it for the show. Until Thursday, stay sportsy, Gulf Coast badasses.